Hi, my name is Carly and welcome to Arise's Sermon of the Week. We hope that you experience God as you listen to this message and that you find practical ways to be the hands and feet of Jesus within your community. So let's open up our spiritual ears as we listen to this message. So um, uh, today is extra special because we have a speaker who has never spoken on our platform before. Uh, I don't usually introduce our campus pastors or our different pastors on staff when they speak because usually you know them, but the very first time they speak, I always want to introduce them, and today is a very, very special one uh, because about a year ago in January, we launched Arise India, the campus that we have here that serve our Malayalam-speaking dialect people. That's people from southern India who speak Malayalam, and Pastor George was able to come up on staff with us and uh, serve alongside of us, and he is phenomenal. Like, if you've never got to sit and talk with Pastor George, uh, for those who will understand this, you'll get this. On staff, sometimes we refer to him as the Indian Francis Chan. If you don't know who that is, look it up later, because that is totally who he is, because he has a beautiful ability to take a very simple truth and make it very profound in our lives. Uh, he's somebody who doesn't just talk the right talk, he lives it, and you see it day in and day out, and it's inspiring to every one of us uh, that's around him day in and day out. He's just, he's just absolutely amazing, and so it's my great privilege to be able to introduce to you Pastor George Matthew for the first time speaking on our stage here. PG! Come on, let's give a big hand to Pastor Brand. <laughs> How many of you enjoy the worship this morning? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Pastor Jason, thank you so much. Thank you. Those of you who are new here, my name is George Matthew. I'm the Indian campus pastor. And those who are watching online, I love you guys. I miss you here. And also, thank you so much for coming here and experiencing God with us today. Thank you, Lord. You know, I want to celebrate something this morning. Uh, two weeks ago, one of our worship uh, leaders, Daddy, he got COVID and he was serious condition in India. And she requested us to pray. And you know what the church prayed? As a staff, we prayed together. Yesterday, two days ago, he walked out of the hospital. Completely. The doctor said there is no way but there's a greater report up in heaven and he walked out of the yeah. hospital. That's something great. Thank you, Lord. And also, I would like to celebrate two years back when I walked into this property in this church. My heart was, Lord, what I can do for the community, what I can do for the church. And you know what? When I came here, there was servants of God accepted me, hugged me, you know, embraced me. And let me tell you, today... It's flourishing. It's getting fruitful because of Pastor Brendan and Pastor Ada. You know what? Thank you so much, for Pastor, for trusting me on this pulpit. And we celebrate you. We love you. Come on, church. Let's give a big hand to Pastor Brendan and Pastor Ada. Thank you so much. And I love you all. Let me tell you, I love you all. From my heart, sometimes I didn't get a chance to meet you one-on-one, -on -one, but I love you all. Two days ago, I spent some time with my little boy. Usually, he asked me, Daddy, can we go for a walk? And I said, okay, this is a time, you know. So me and Isaiah, my little boy, we went for a walk. On the way, I asked him, Isaiah, do you know I'm preaching in the big church today, you know, in Sunday? He said, Daddy, I know. I said, do you have any recommendations, you know, how should I do? He thought for a moment and he said, Daddy, you always do good. 
but please do me a favor don't speak any malayalam up there <laughs> if you do that the people going to get confused and i said yes i is yeah i'll do so and i want to say thank you so much for shirley and noah my family they support me always without them i cannot do this ministry praise god for my dear family this morning thank you so much thank you so much i'm sure most of you have been to nasa in cape canaveral and where they launch the rockets and you know what that's one place i went and i was so amazed to see the size of the rockets they launch especially the one they use saturn v which they used for apollo in 1969 when i saw that i was shocked i never thought this is so huge you know some of those uh, rockets are 200 feet high especially one you see the saturn v is more than 300 foot high that's almost 30 floor high and that way more than a million pounds in weight and you know what it, it it needs three stages to take the payload up there and the first stage it carries more than 200,000 gallons of kerosene wow yeah. i never knew they use kerosene for <laughs> rocket fuel because that's what we use in india for little lamps you know at home <laughs> in huts and also it takes more than 300,000 gallons of liquid oxygen all this massive energy get burned in a second you know to lift the huge rocket up into the sky yeah. you know what i thought for a moment when i heard this story when i saw this rocket lord what is holding me down here mm. how i can't get up there to your thoughts to your spirit you know what sometimes we are so attracted so tied up on this earth with many things sometimes it can be a job sometimes it can be an issue you know something something holds us always down here and we need the power of the holy spirit oh. to cut off from this realm and go all the way up there yes. praise god praise god praise god let me start the series what we doing right now the end of the world and we going to do the part 9 which is revelation chapter 4 verse 1 it reads like this after this i looked and there before me was a door standing open in heaven say door standing open door standing open and the voice i heard heard first speaking to me in a trumpet said come up here i will show you what must take place after this praise god you know what i start my christian journey about 25 years ago at that time i had no idea what lord is leading me in my life and sometime the lord disciplined me so much and it took so much sacrifice to leave the things which i love you know what the when the lord disciplines us it's okay it's good because father want to take us into a higher level that's the reason he's doing it yeah. so every day read the word of god and let the word discipline us let the word work inside of us right. so that way you can live from this realm and you can go all the way up there right let me tell you sometime we have to see that door which is open for us it's still open amen when you see it then only you going to allow the work of the holy spirit in your life praise god i would like to so the one who is disciplined by the word is a disciple don't forget that we are not called as believers we are called as disciples one who is disciplined by the word of god if if you look into the ministry of jesus you can see he chose the disciples and 
he sent the disciples to all the way you know end of the world to preach the gospel not believers disciples you know what i would like to talk a little bit about myself you all know that i came from the other side of the globe and everything is opposite there you know we drive on the right here over there we drive left over here we flip the switch up to turn off the light over there we turn down to turn on the switch that's pretty interesting right and also over there we call football and i thought that's the same football here but it's completely different we never use our foot more than that we hold the ball in our hand <laughs> that all amazed me so much so i raised in a village called wadasherikira all right <laughs> the, the population in that village is about uh, 20000 now back 33 years back you know most of the people were farmers and uh, we had domestic animals like uh, cows goats chicken and we never bought any vegetables or eggs from the market we don't need it because we had it all at home and not only that no supermarket at that time no tv no television no phones you know we are completely in a village setup my mom she was a housewife my daddy was a civil engineer he worked for the india government and i had four siblings so you understand the setup at that time we got a opportunity to come to us at that time our understanding us or america is a heaven on this earth and coming here is almost impossible impossible but thank god i still remember the first flight from kerala to all the way bombay from bombay i took the big flight to us at that time i was crying because we have to leave lot of things back home that was not easy you know valuable stuff like your chicken your goats your, <laughs> your cows you know your friends that was not easy my clothing yeah i have to give up all that all you have can you can bring here two suitcases per person So can you imagine from that setup to come to here you had to lose everything let me tell you the door standing open to get up there we have to lose here wow come on hallelujah come on church yeah. that's huge that's huge that's huge praise god so when we came here there was a door open and we landed at new york jfk airport and when i look outside through the windows i was so shocked to see the whole ground is white then i'm like man this must be mana <laughs> because that that's a heaven on this earth right seriously i never seen snow in my lifetime so i went outside i still remember i picked up the snow and i felt it i'm like oh lord what a beauty but after leaving 10 years in new york i decided to come to florida i had enough mana <laughs> thank you jesus i want to take your attention to book of law, gospel of mark chapter 2 verse 1 to 5 it reads like this a few days later when jesus again entered capernaum the people heard that he had come home they gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left not even outside the door and he preached the word to them some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them they so they could get him to jesus because of the crowd they couldn't and they made the made an opening in the roof above jesus by digging through it and they lowered the mat and the man uh, was lying when jesus saw their faith he said to the paralyzed man son your sins are forgiven you know what this passage really touched my life so much this man he's paralyzed and the moment when jesus saw this man 
he didn't ask any question what's your name how long you've been paralyzed what was the sins you have done more than that the first response of jesus is son wow this is a heart of lord yeah you know what never misunderstand who our father god is yeah. he's waiting to call you son yeah. he's waiting to call you son and this man he want to get healed but all the doors are closed because it's very simple because of the crowd you know they cannot bring this man to the presence of jesus and you know what finally they decided look up there let me tell you something when all the doors are closed there is a door open up there hallelujah lord by faith you can open it yes. that is the entry to the presence of jesus and he is waiting to call you son right. daughter yeah. i'm telling you that touched my life You know even today in my prayer closet I look up hmm. when all the doors are closed in your job maybe in your family life in your relationship in your children's you know future just look up and say father thank you for that doors standing open even now yeah. hallelujah. hallelujah you know what I'm going to continue uh, chapter 4 verse 2 to 5 at once I was in spirit at once i was in spirit and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it and the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby the rainbow that shone like a emerald encircled the throne surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones and seated on the on them were 24 elders they were dressed in white and had crowns of gold in their heads from the throne came flashes of lightning rumbling and peals of thunder in front of the throne seven lamps were blazing these are the seven spirits of god it says at once i was in spirit we are believers we are born again the gift of god is the holy spirit yeah. you know what we are the carriers of the presence of god yeah. let me tell you the presence of god is already here Pastor Brent always say without the presence we don't want to do anything. Right, yeah. right. So let's carry that presence. Yeah. Let's have that presence. Let's celebrate that presence. At once I was in spirit. Today we need to get into that realm, the reality of yeah. the spiritual realm. That's something super important. Yes. Without that Christian life is a big zero. With that you are a hero. Right. Praise God. So we need to celebrate. We need to celebrate the presence of God. Thank you for the privilege Lord coming into my heart. Thank you for being, you know, in us every day of our life. Yeah. And also, let me take you to some of the worship. You know, whenever there is a presence of God, you need to worship. Right. Worship is a doorway to get delivered. Mm. You know, whatever God going to do the transformation in us, that's going to happen through worship. Yeah. So the big picture is worship is something very important. Carrying the presence of God, the Holy Spirit that is worship so every time when we get an opportunity to you know worship him worship right i as i said you know i grew up in india and there were a lot of temples in india let me talk a little bit about it when i was small i remember every morning the hindu you know songs from mountains I, the place where we live is mountains and valleys a lot of mountains and valleys in every mountain top there is a hindu temple or a church and i heard the the worship songs from there the one you see on the picture that temple called shabarimala that's about 45 kilometers away from my house 
and people from all over India, Hindus, come and worship there. The special thing about this particular temple is you can see the 18 steps over there. That 18 steps is very holy for them. So the worshippers, they come taking certain, you know, uh, uh, what do you call, fasting, everything, and they come there and they climb the 18 steps and when they reach over there, there's an idol there. That's what they come to see, okay? But these 18 steps mean something very special to their life. The first step talks about your five senses. When they step on it, they believe we defeat the five senses. The second one, they step, they believe we step on the, you know, defeat the desires of your life. So it goes on. Let me tell you something. This is a worship on a mountain in India. Can I ask you something? What do you worship this morning? Yeah. Who do you worship? We need to think for a moment. You know, there are a lot of gods, you know, around the world. Sometimes you can worship yourself. You can be your God. You can, instead of Christ-centered, you can be self-centered. Right. It can happen because in Western culture, I saw it's all about me, 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 you know, self. And it's changing our culture too. You know, this wind is blowing and people are changing. I remember back in India, we used to love each other, we used to carry each other, but after we migrated here, things are changing because the spirit of this place is taking over. Yeah. So we had to come back. We had to get that alignment. You know, there is a picture, if you go to the next one, you can see somebody worshipping President Trump. <laughs> yeah, I know it's pretty shocking, but it's the truth. Yeah. So, you can choose what do you want to worship. Yeah. That's the kind of world we live in. It, today is a materialistic world and we, know we love to have more and more. You know, no matter how much we get, we want to buy more. After Amazon, I think that trend increased so much. Because it's all in a click of, you know, your finger. And also, I want to take you the reality of the, of the spiritual world. Every year I go to India for mission work. So one time I went to the state of Karnataka. And uh, there's a village there. And I was invited there to preach the good news. So me and my fellow pastors, we drove, you know, to the village. And we can hear the worship songs from that place. People clapping hands, you know, people drum, uh, you know, drum, everything. And they're worshiping. So the pastor, his name is Ramakrishna, he came outside the house and he invited us to, you know, there and uh, he made us sit in the front. So while I was sitting there, I saw there is a tea table right in front of me. Usually it's very common if you go to Indian houses, you can see a tea table, a normal table where you can put your tea or your, you know, whatever the belongings there. And I saw a man was sitting across the other side of the table, he's on his knees, and his hands are risen and he is worshipping too. But Lord gave me an inspiration to look at him and I can see something very unusual. I can see a demonic spirit on his face. As I was watching him, let me tell you, everybody worshipping, I just came and sat in the front. I, the moment I was start watch, watching him, a power, something, a power, pushed his back head and his face matched on that coffee table, the tea table on the corner and he got a big cut up here and blood all over the place. Let me tell you something. Demon possession is very common in India. Why? Wrong worship! Yeah. Wrong worship! Yeah. Wrong worship! Wrong God! Yeah. Let me tell you, sometimes we struggle too in our life, right? Yeah. Why that's happening? Why? 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 The answer is this. Who do you worship? Who's yeah. your God? Come on. Come on. 
Where do you worship? How do you worship? Do you worship? Are you worshiping from your spirit? Thank you, Lord. In the book of John, chapter 4, Jesus talking something like this. Chapter 4, 21 and 24. Woman, Jesus replied, Believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has come now when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. Then it says, God is spirit. And his worshippers must worship in spirit and truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me take you to another worship. We saw already one worship on the mountaintop. You know, I came to know the Lord 25 years ago. Even I was born as a Christian. I never had a relationship with my Lord. We go to an Anglican church. We come back. And 25 years ago, when I studied the Bible, the man who led me to the, to the salvation, he taught the Bible. That's the first time I come to know about the Ark of the Covenant. Jewish people, you know, in order to worship, you know, God gave them instructions how to make a tabernacle where the God can dwell among the people. And if you look into the tabernacle, you can see three parts. The first one is outer court, the middle part called holy place, and the third one called holy of holies. You know, outer court, anybody can come. They can do the sacrifice. But the middle part, only the priest can do. Today, don't forget you and me. We are the priesthood, royal priesthood, called to worship. So every day we need to worship. We have to lit that lamb. We have to change the bread. We have to make sure, put the incense, the prayer, everything. But the Holy of Holies, only once in a year, the high priest can go. Let me tell you, in the Holy of Holies, there is the presence of God. Yeah. Today, this presence of God is moved from here to our hearts. Yeah. Hallelujah. Can I have a shout of hallelujah? That's huge. That's huge. You know, back then, they have to carry on their shoulders. Today, we can carry in our hearts. Come on. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Because God did it, because we got that privilege, we shouldn't be taking it easy. We have to take it very seriously. Yeah. We are the carriers of the presence of God. Yeah. We have to take this God outside. We have to take this God to the marketplace. We have to take this God to wherever we go. We have to take to the hospitals, workplace, wherever we are. Praise God. Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about this also. Two days ago, I saw a carpenter. His name is... Um, yeah, Francisco. Thank you, Casey. I met him. And uh, he was struggling about something. And I asked him, can I pray for you? So three of us, Casey, Shirley, and myself, we prayed for him. And you know what? I believe absolute deliverance and that addiction. And I asked him, can you make an ark for me? And he did. You know what? We had to pray for Francisco. Just remember that name in your heart. All right. Today, we have three parts in our life also. Spirit, soul, and body. Let me tell you, in our body, we have to be sacrificed. In our spirit, the presence of God is always there. Yeah. In our soul, we have to renew and make sure the word of God is there. The blood of life is there. Make sure there's a prayer always. Yeah. That makes sense to you? Praise God. That's very important. It says, at once, I was in spirit. Being in spirit means you are walking with him. You are abiding in him. You are talking with him. You are dining with him. You are dancing with him. You are becoming one with him. Amen. Worship is being in him. Hallelujah, Lord. 
you know when i talk about this i get i get excited and sometimes i forget everything wherever i go i like to carry the presence maybe that's the reason sometimes i don't know what to speak then i speak in tongues i love it i know indian church we can do it but it's not allowed to do much here because i have to complete my sermon true worship is walking with god true worship is walking with god you can see enoch walked faithfully with god then he was no more because god took him away if you walk with god every day of our lo- your life let me tell you one day you will get disappeared too you know how he's coming he's coming he's coming he's coming and we will be no more but we have to worship and we have to enter we have to walk with him we have to carry him we have to dance with him we have to love him and second one the true worship is doing his will yes when you do his will that's a time lord going to do the work in you that's good that's something very important in order you to change no matter how how hard you try it cannot be done but let me tell you when you do the worship in truth and spirit he going to do the work in you right right you going to change it says not everyone who says lord lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven but the but only the one who does the will of the father so doing the will is very important how you can do the will of god only carrying his presence because the will is already in the spirit right. and you'll be doing automatically you don't have to struggle it will be very easy it's effortless it can happen every day i saw that in my life in daily walk i have seen so many times sometimes shirley ask me what is the plan today i say i have no idea I can tell in out of this Shelly may be the most confused, you know, wife. <laughs> Seriously. It happens almost every day. She asks me what is today's. I say I'm going to church. I have no idea where I'm going to go because it's like wind. It takes me to places. Thank you Lord. That's something important. What is the meaning of life? Worshiping him. And the t- third one is true worship is being a living sacrifice. true worship is being a living sacrifice romans chapter 1 says therefore i urge you brothers and sisters in view of god's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing god this is the true and proper worship yes you have to be a sacrifice not somebody else we have to be a sacrifice living sacrifice that means you're not dying if you look into the old testament altar you can see the animal is cut into pieces is dead but in new testament you're alive where you become a sacrifice every day are you ready are you ready are you ready let me tell you when you leave from here don't go empty please make sure you carry make sure you allow make sure let him work on you you know let let the power of the holy spirit is here to prepare us you know what if you look into the spirit of god there are seven aspects you can see the spirit of the lord the spirit of wisdom spirit of understanding spirit of counsel spirit of knowledge you know spirit of might and spirit of fear of the lord that's something we need yeah that is the lamp talks about when we go out in the world make sure that light shines let people see your wisdom let people see your knowledge let yeah. people see your counsel let people right. see the might you have the fear of the lord right. people need to see it sometimes we are very natural people that's the reason you know people doesn't want to come to the lord let me tell you my uncle is home he's not born again his dear daughter passed away from this world as i live with him every day i can see is changing him i didn't say anything much 
but my actions speaks more than my words. So that's something very, very important. Praise God. Let's continue. Revelation chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. Also in front of the throne was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. In the center around the throne were four living creatures, and they were covered with eyes in front and in the back. The first living creature was like a lion, second was like an ox, the third had a face of man, and the fourth was like a flying eagle. You know, when I read this, I asked Lord, what is this? It says it's living creatures. It looks like a weird creature because you know why? Eyes all over. And sometimes when we read the scripture, we need to spend some time with the, with the Lord. Yeah. Ask him, talk to me, Lord. We shouldn't be always waiting for the pulpit, you know, somebody to preach and come to know the truth. More than that, we have to take the scripture because Lord wants to talk to each one of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his passion. That's his love. That's great. So even this morning, I asked, Lord, what is this creature? And Lord spoke to me very clearly. You see eyes you have outside, right? The same way you have a spiritual eye inside of you. Yeah. In Malayalam, it says, that means inside and outside. You know, we need to have that spiritual eye. We need to have that spiritual eye open. We need to, without that spiritual eye open, we cannot see the heavenly realm or the reality of the spiritual realm. Yeah. That's something very powerful. Sometimes we want to see this. We want to see manifestation. We want to see healing. Let me tell you, if you see the healing with your spiritual eye, you will see the healing outward too. Amen. That's something very important. Before I came to this stage or this podium, the process of God is already here. He will prepare a way for you, no matter where you go. Praise God. So the first one is a line. The line talks about the identity and the authority. Nobody has to explain to the line who he is. He knows who he is. Right. Hallelujah. He's the king of the forest. He knows authority. The same way, let me tell you, line of Judah, he knows who he is. And today when he lives in you and me, let me tell you, he's giving that authority as we yeah, sang. When we say in authority, things will happen. Things are going to change. You're going to get the deliverance. You will have the healing like what happened to Sanita's daddy. This morning, let me encourage you. Don't forget that authority, who you are. You are a child of God. The word of God says, yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right. Come on. Can you say right to believe? To become children of God. Children born not of natural descendant, nor for the human decision or a husband's will born from God. That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. You know what? Today, I'm extremely happy if somebody asks me what is the best thing happened in your life. It is not New York style pizza. It's because I'm born again. It's because I'm born again. He's a good God. Thank you, I was lost one. Thank you, Lord, for coming and finding me and giving me who I am. Yeah. Who I am. He said, I am that I am. That I am lives in us. So let's have that authority. Second one is an ox. You know, if you go to India, you can see the, the, the farmers use the ox to plow the land. So ox always talks about servant. Yeah, yeah. His nature of servant. Jesus was a true servant. You know what? We need to reflect that too. We need to have the spiritual eye open and see we are a true servant. We need to reflect that. We need to go out and serve people. The nature of God, something we have to manifest every day is servant. The third one is human. 
and it says his image and likeness let me tell you sometimes even though we we are human sometimes we don't behave like humans you know sometimes when things are sandpaper type offense comes against us how do you respond to that that's something very important we need to have that passion that compassion the love you know that kindness yeah. that's all in us that's all in our spirit all we had to do allow renew your mind think for a moment who you are and let that come out let people see right. let people know who you are that takes sacrifice i'm telling you that takes sacrifice sometime when you listen to something don't absorb everything careful what you listening Amen. careful what you watching careful what you saying careful what you doing that's something called discipline that's something lord going to do in us so that kind of worship going to take you know when you worship these characters going to come in you automatically you don't have to do that the lord going to do it and the fourth one is supplying eagle it's the divinity of jesus you know i'm going to read a scripture about it it's in uh, ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 it says i pray that the eye of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people eyes of your heart the spiritual eye that need to open that's something we have to pray father open my spiritual eye so i can see your glory i can see you i can touch you i can walk with you without eyesight how are we going to walk Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, it's very common. It happened to me over here. When I walk into this, this, this sanctuary, sometimes the lights are not there. I'm blind. I'm scared where I'm going to hit. You know, what is in front of me? So the same way, sometimes if you don't have that spiritual eye open, you're struggling to go forward. You don't know which way to go. Then you go to a pastor, prophet and ask, can you tell me which way should I go? No matter what. what you listen with this years is not going to help you you need to see yeah. you need to see you have to grow let me tell you this beautiful picture this is something really touched my life when noah was pregnant yeah i mean shirley was pregnant with noah i remember the baby is there and we can see on on the scanning you know the baby had got ears foot leg everything You know even though baby has everything that is not for that place there is a time the baby going to come out that's for this place yeah. when your spiritual eyes are open right now you are in a pregnancy yeah. in this world you have spiritual hands you said you have spiritual feet you have spiritual ears not for this world there is a day you're going to run you're going to say daddy thank you so much there is a day you're going to be delivered from here amen you're going to celebrate eternity and you'll be extremely thankful to lord for that born again experience yes. and the new heaven and the new earth for the new people anyone in christ he said new so that connects very well there is a day if john saw it in the book of revelation we have to see also with our spiritual eyes you know what let's stand up father thank you father today that door is standing open 
And let me ask you this question. Are you ready to open your heart for Jesus? The word of God says, God says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, also believe in me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Let me ask you this question. Are you ready for that journey? Some of you may never heard this message some of you may never heard about Jesus. Some of you may never experience God. Some of you, the reality of the spiritual realm is completely new. But let me invite you. Let me encourage you. It's good. God is a spirit and he's a good God. You and me, we are created the image and likeness of God. The authority be lost in the Garden of Eden. Today, Jesus wants to give it to you back, who you are. And what is the purpose? If anyone here who have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, let me encourage you. If you have not and if you making that decision, when all the eyes are closed, can you raise your hand and wave it at me? Be bold about it. Be bold about it. God is good. He's watching your heart. He's looking at you. Don't be ashamed. I remember the day I rose my hand and today you know what I celebrate thank you Jesus 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 let's close our eyes and let's pray this prayer together Jesus come into my heart be my Lord and Savior thank you for eternity I love you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Come on, let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Amen. Amen. You know what? As we heard, when we worship together, that is what going to mold us. That is what going to change us. Then the Holy Spirit is going to change your identity. That's what going to work, going to happen in your heart. You're going to resemble. You're going to manifest. You're going to look like exactly like Jesus. You know what? Let's worship together. Pastor Jason, would you please lead us into worship? Thank you, Father. Hey, guys. Wasn't that such an amazing message? If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and to follow our podcast. Also, make sure to share this with your friends on social media and use the hashtag MyAriseChurch. For more information or to give to this ministry, go to MyAriseChurch.com. I hope to see you guys soon.